enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration for you from Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I want to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that is how much we learn from our mothers. Often they help us understand how to count our blessings which sets us up for much better lives because you really do need to know how to use the power of gratitude if you want to be happy. I'm sharing two stories with you today in which girls learned a lot about gratitude from their moms, including at that time of year when that is sometimes most relevant, and that is Christmas time. Both of these stories are from our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Moms. In our first story, Alicia Rosen tells us that she needed stationery for school because they were going to start writing to pen pals. So the night before she needed the stationery, her mother sent her off to bed at the usual time, but then stayed up herself. Alicia didn't hear her mom doing her normal going-to-bed routine, so she went to see what was going on, and she found her mother hunched over some paper sketching. She wouldn't tell Alicia what she was doing. Alicia was upset. Here was her mother drawing when they didn't have the money for art supplies. Alicia herself had asked the previous week for some construction paper, and her mother said they couldn't afford it. So now she stomped her feet and she said, it's not fair, and she stormed off to bed. And she lay in bed thinking about how the other kids had so much more. They got art supplies whenever they wanted. They got cool snacks in their lunches. Alicia decided that she was a very unlucky girl. The next morning, she was still sullen, and she wasn't very nice to her mother, who for some reason had puffy eyes and seemed to be exhausted. Alicia refused to drink her juice, and when her mother said, there are kids in the world who don't have juice, Alicia said that her mother should just send the juice to them, and we all recognize that child. Charming, right? Alicia also said she didn't want her breakfast, the one that her mother had made for her. So her mother said, I suppose you don't want any of this either. And that's when Alicia noticed that a stack of paper sat next to her juice glass. Her mom had made homemade stationery for her with perfect drawings of Alicia's favorite characters like Disney characters and Smurfs. Well, at school that day, Alicia unveiled her homemade stationery while the other kids showed off the stationery that their parents had bought them at the store. At first, Alicia thought that maybe she should trade away some of her homemade sheets of paper, but then one of her classmates started complimenting her and said that her own mother couldn't draw a stick figure. So Alicia ended up being grateful to her mother and proud of her for making that stationery. She wrote letters to children in Ghana, Vietnam, Nicaragua, and Korea, and she imagined their smiles as they opened the envelopes containing her mother's drawings. She says, for the first time, I realized that I was the luckiest girl in the world. Kim Childs has her own story about learning gratitude when money was tight in their household. When she was eight years old, her family moved from New Jersey to Massachusetts so her father could start a business in the town where he'd grown up. As fall turned into winter and money remained tight, her parents were arguing more than ever. And her father was scrambling to work odd jobs while he got his business off the ground. They were not going to have money for gifts that Christmas. And on top of that, most of their Christmas tree ornaments had been broken during the move. Kim's mother, though, ever resourceful, 
assembled an impromptu craft station on their picnic table. We lost our Christmas ornaments, she proclaimed, so we're going to make our own. She had gathered spray paint, sequins, and glitter to adorn the unlikeliest of decorations. Aluminum can lids. She'd spent the past week removing and saving the lids after opening the cans that they used for their meals. And she was cutting those metal lids into stars, bells, angels, and Christmas trees for the kids to decorate. Kim and her brothers got to choose their shapes and decorate them. And as they did it, they sang carols, they talked about their new teachers and classmates, and they admired their mother's creativity. They had a blast, and it felt like the Christmas season again, despite their financial troubles. Kim says that December afternoon at the picnic table was more memorable than most Christmas mornings full of shiny paper and expensive gifts. To this day, my brothers and I speak fondly of our tin can Christmas as we point out the few surviving ornaments on our parents' tree. Primitive, yet crafted with love and hope, they are more precious than most of the glittery, store-bought new ones. Kim developed an admiration for her mother's creativity, resilience, and ability to bring love and light to their days, no matter how dark her own were. There she was, struggling with three kids, financial hardship, persistent migraines, part-time jobs, and a business to co-manage. Kim says the magic of that particular Christmas came directly through my loving mother, who could turn tin cans into angels and darkness into light. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Moms. Come back to listen to more of them on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. You can pick up a copy of the book at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Amazon, and wherever else you like to get your books. Just look for the beautiful cover that shows a green garden filled with pink flowers and use the book to say thanks and I really was listening to all the special moms in your own life. Come back for our next episode to hear stories from our new humor book. I'll be sharing two stories in which children embarrass their parents in quite a hilarious way. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 